0: What's up guys? This is Wences, welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life. On your terms. And today we're talking about how to stop being an easy target. And unfortunately I have a lot of experience in this area because I was bullied throughout my youth. I know what I'm talking about here. I always find it weird or really not helpful. If people start talking about topics that i have never experienced similar to when people talk about being ghosted or being gaslighted when they've never really been in that situation because only then you can understand First off, what a toll that is on you and what it actually takes to change that pattern. So today I really want to narrow it down and I want to talk to you about the five steps I took and I actually teach my clients over and over again that really changed the entire pattern. So nowadays, nobody comes for me in this way. Nobody actually targets me. Nobody bullies me. There is just not this dynamic in my life. And of course there are areas where it was a little harder, like with my parents or people that are really close to me, With that, it takes a little longer to really clean up those things because it's so close to your mind, but they all worked. And even in those relationships, I have really great dynamics now. So I really want to narrow it down for you. I want to tell you what it takes, the five steps you can take starting today. That will change that entire system. You'll never ask yourself again, why can't they just leave me alone? Because this dynamic will not be part of your life. Before we get started, I want to remind you on Saturday, November 23rd, I'm holding a webinar on the five pillars to an Epic life and I'm really excited about it. You can only join through the link in the description and the people in my newsletter list, because that will be live. You can ask your questions. I can then really go into detail on things that I can't do in a YouTube video like this. So definitely check it out. There will be reruns, only for the people who have signed up. And if you have questions, we will have a and a section within that webinar. So really make sure to sign up below. Step number one on how to stop being an easy target is to embrace independence. There's this concept of dependency, independence and interdependence. And we all know that we need each other. There is nothing bad about it. There's nothing wrong about it, but there's a wrong way how to approach it and that's dependency. See, we all have those dynamics that we have and mirror back to each other, what we believe about ourselves. So every time you have dynamics where any kind of bullying is happening, where people target you and they don't leave you alone, it's because on a subconscious level, these two personalities match. There's something that you want to figure out. There's something that you want to heal within yourself that probably happened years ago that you try to do through that pattern. And you're telling yourself something completely different on a conscious level. So for example, I got bullied and I became an easy target because I always felt, Oh, if I lash out back at them, I'm way too strong for them. And then they would just like, you know, get really, really hurt. And I couldn't do that. That would be so mean. Or I was telling myself that I'm the bad guy here, that I really took advantage of a situation and that I deserve what they're doing because I was so harsh them to begin with. Those are the stories we're telling ourselves and we have to be aware that our mind wants to be right at all costs. So we'll figure out a story that will make sense. You know, like those people who are in really abusive relationships, they also find a reason why this is happening. They tell themselves, well, they didn't really mean anything bad by it. They have so much stress and the list goes on and on. And a lot of us who've been in any kind of narcissistic relationships may it be with parents, with friends or in romantic relationships. We know that this is true. And it's the same thing with being a target. There are reasons why we stay in those dynamics over and over again. We replay the situation and it doesn't matter if you had this happen to you the first time when you were five and now you're 35, it's kind of like always the same dynamic. It's always the same guy or it's always the same girl. It's always the one thing that you keep repeating to yourself. And until you recognize that this is something that you need to fix within yourself to stop attracting those dynamics, nothing will change. So if you still believe that you have no power over the situation and people are just bad and you are just the victim and the world is just horrible, then this video won't help you. I can tell you from experience how you can actually change your life and to change it in a way where you feel good. And the same thing I see with my clients, it really will change your life, but you have to be open to changing certain aspects about yourself because we have to take under consideration that we're lying to ourselves to protect ourselves. With that being said, let's get back to the concept, which is dependency, independence, and then interdependence and interdependence is where we want to go. We want to live in a community. We want to help each other. We're interdependent on each other, but within that we have a core that is independent and that is the middle ground. That's when you get from dependent to independence. So when you're within that situation and you keep having those situations, you have to be willing, to be abandoned. You have to be willing to be the outsider. You have to be willing to completely get out of those situations where these things occur over and over again, even at the price that your life might become more boring because if you think about it, you can always meet just that one friend that is always kind to you, but it probably doesn't seem like your life is too exciting or you can isolate yourself, but that way you're just going to be alone and it doesn't feel good but that doesn't mean that this isn't the step that is necessary in order to get to the interdependence phase. You've got to be willing to cut those relationships off completely. You have to be willing to say, I will do this. And then some people said, well, then I'm not going to have any friends. Yes. There has to be a part of you even if it's just for a short while where you know that you're not going to have the friends that you used to and you have to be okay with not having friends because at any time your interactions and your relationships reflect back to you what you believe about yourself. So of course when you're in that state where people very often see you as the easy target and they come towards you and they target you and bully you, then all of your relationships have to go. All of those relationships have to really diminish from your life and you got to be the one who makes the first step. That being said, you got to be willing to really be a fighter at that moment to be a warrior and to stand on your own. That is a necessity. So don't be afraid that it will stay this way, but you got to be willing to say goodbye to those people as difficult as it might seem because I know that you won't tell yourself, well, they're mean people. So why would I want to hang out with them? No, you'll tell yourself, Oh, but their life is so exciting and they're good people. And I just, you know, I just didn't do what was right, and I kind of need to stay in that situation because otherwise, my life would be completely boring and it would be so sad, and I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Don't be afraid of that stuff because once you do that, once you go to this independent stage, you know what happens? You create a void you create a void in your life. And this is what so many people are so afraid of of what's going to happen. Once I'm in that void, I'm going to stay in this void forever. And this is what I thought. And I'm here to tell you, it won't happen. You're just setting up those boundaries and you're saying, I'm not allowing these people in my life. And from one day to the other, you'll recognize how you're going to start liking things you haven't liked before. And this is when we get to the interdependence thing, because this void you're going to fill it up with things that are important to you things that will make you become more the person that you want to be. And with that, you can really create new dynamics where you have dependencies again with people, but there's this interdependence thing that's going on, which means that let's say before that you have like this big space around you and 80% of that you allowed the people around you to fill for you. And you only had like this small little piece, those 20% that maybe was all about what you wanted. But in the end, you were always a different person for a different situation. You always trying to accommodate others and that's how those 20% say it's small because from that point of view, of course you're going to think, Oh, people only like me because I allow them to take so much of my space, those 80%. And this is something that we have to talk about. This is like limiting beliefs and overcoming them. But a great way to do that is actually to step into action and to understand I have to fill up 60% at least of this. I can't wait for other people to do this. I have to have like this space that nobody can tarnish, that nobody can get into that no matter, what, if you want to have any kind of relationship with me, no matter if it is that it's a working relationship, no matter if it's like a friendship, like even your family, you gotta obey those rules. you got to play by my rules for those 60% and you will think in the beginning that nobody will do it because your old program was telling you the only way you would get any kind of acceptance is by doing the twenty eighty rule in a way of, Oh, I allow other people to take so much of my space. But once you have those 60%, you're still allowing this dynamic of the 40% remaining, but with that center that is untouchable. And that thing is what is called interdependence. That is the mindset you have to adapt in order to really change that dynamic. And that's a subconscious dynamic. It's not something you believe on the surface. It's really deep inside you that you believe that you deserve to feel like this over and over again because the alternative is just so painful, which is abandonment. But you gotta embrace that. You got to embrace this abandonment, this independence before you can actually go to the interdependence way. Step number two is for you to understand that in any relationship and it doesn't matter if it's in an actual relationship you have right now where you are being the target or your relationship dynamics altogether. It's always the passive one, who has to change the behavior in order to change that dynamic. You can read about it a lot in psychology. That's the only way to go. If you have a narcissist and a codependent, which is the most obvious of those polarities, it's always the codependent one who has to change the dynamic. You can't expect the narcissist to just back off because this is what so many of us try to do. We show the other cheek or we say, if I just don't do anything at some point, people will let go. They will see that they don't get anywhere and then they will leave us alone and they will go somewhere else and I will just be left alone. Why doesn't this happen? but you know from experience that's not how it works. It works like this in theory, but in reality, you're just making the other person even more upset and more aggressive and it keeps going on because they cannot understand why you don't react because they need a reaction. They need to know what they're dealing with. Most of the time we hide away because we think, Oh, it's going to be too much if I just like say something or I don't want to be a bully. I can't do what they do. I don't want to be like them. But for them, you're not showing them who you are. They're frightened because they don't know what you're about. Where you are going with it? What is your aim in life and who you are? That's what their problem is. And so they won't stop. It's very rare that people just stop bullying you, because you just stay passive and don't do anything about it. And I know that feeling. I know that we rationally think that's the way to go. I'm just going to take it more and more. And at some point they'll stop. You know, it happens very often when you have any kind of tension in your childhood and you just want to take the drama away. You don't want to create any more drama. So you actually stay quiet. You really take all of your energy in and you even take other people's energy and just because you want it to stop. But that won't be the solution. In the end, it actually is that you have to put that energy back out because you've been taking so much of that negative energy in. You cannot do this. You have to show boundaries and in the beginning it will also be about you pushing that out and that will be very uncomfortable, but it's a step you gotta make. So stop waiting, for the other person to stop. It will never ever happen. And even if you have that person stopping because for example, you move or they change jobs, guess what? Next year you'll have somebody else in your life who'll do the same thing because on a subconscious level, those two personalities, they just attract each other. They can't let go of it because you don't react towards it. You don't show them like where your boundaries at and you can't get away from it because you're not willing to do the step. that will take you out of this passive state. You gotta be the one doing it. Understand it, embrace it and don't wait for the other person to just stop. And that's when we actually get to step number three, which is be willing to bite back as horrible as it might seem because if you're somebody who's tried to avoid drama, who doesn't like that, who loves harmony, who just wants everybody to get along and who actually doesn't want to be like the people who bully you or who target you or even worse, you see their pain. You see why they are doing this to you. You're saying, Oh, somebody hurt them and that's why they lash out. They just don't know that I actually mean well. I don't want to be the one hurting them that will feel horrible to me. They just need this. They just need that kind of attention. They just need to lash out like this. They don't have the capacity and the strength that I have to actually stay calm in the situation but that's a misbelief that will not help you and it will not help the other person. I think that was the hardest lesson for me to learn that I have to bite back and it will feel horrible in the beginning because you're not used to that. Specifically, if we get back to the point where you really take in 80% of other people's energy, you're so much more aware of how the other person feels than how you feel. So hurting them will hurt you 10 times more than allowing them to hurt you. Like see and think about the things you've experienced in your life and tell me that this isn't true. How often was it that you didn't want to fight back because you didn't want them to feel bad because you didn't want to put that on them what they've been putting on you or even worse, you were scared. If you fight back, then it will get worse and worse. But I'm here to tell you, you gotta fight back because what you're actually doing is you're showing a mirror, back to what they've been doing to you. And very often when you start doing this, it's like you open this floodgate, and it will be huge. It'll be huge and it will go overboard. It'll probably will. You'll hurt the people, you know, all of their secrets, you know exactly where to hit them. Why do you know that? Because you've been allowing 80% of their energy to come into you. So you know so much about them but they barely know anything about you and you felt this is the best way to defend myself. I just don't show anything about myself. I don't take responsibility for creating this life. I actually allow them to live out as much as they want and I'm just like a sidekick hoping that first off I get accepted. I just don't get like abandoned and at the same time I'm just not in their way like why would they ever feel like hurting me if I'm just trying not to be in their way. But that thing is just a recipe for disaster. You gotta bite back and to understand that this doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you somebody who wants to hurt other people. It just will help you to create a better dynamic of all the things happening in your life and a great thing that might help you in all of this is to understand that if you don't stop them, they will do it to somebody else. See, most of us who get in these situations where we do get targeted, where we do get bullied, we're empathetic people. We don't want to hurt other people like this kind of behavior is nothing we would ever want to embrace. So think about all the other people that are gonna be the victim of that person targeting them who are going to be the victim of that person bullying them and then tell yourself, am I willing to accept that they're going to keep on doing this if they don't learn the lesson. You don't have to fight every fight but that is a fight you definitely have to fight because it really affects you, your life and what you can offer, not only to yourself, but to the world. And if you need a little help in this area because you've been brainwashed so much, not only by others, but also by yourself and having the situation where 80% of what you care about is how they feel and why they are doing what they're doing instead of asking yourself, what can I do so I feel better. If you're in that situation, a great way that will help you is to tell yourself, I cannot keep going like this and allowing that person to hurt other people how they're hurting me. How would you feel if you saw that person doing the same thing they're doing to you towards your coworker or your sister or your best friend? If that doesn't make you angry, nothing will. And that is when you have to step in and that's when we get to step number four, which is trust that your anger will end. I know so many people that tell me if I would fight back, I'm scared, I would kill them. And I know I felt this way. And I didn't really feel that I'm going to kill them, Like I'm going to do something like physically, but I thought I'll show them so much of what they don't want to see because I'm so aware of their weaknesses that if I do that, I'll just crush their soul. And I was so afraid of my power and my anger and I felt it will never end. Once I unleash it, once I would actually get to a point where I would open those gates and allow all of this anger to come out, there will be no end to it. But I can tell you from 100% experience and seeing it with my clients just as much as I've seen it with myself, this anger will end. See behind anger, there's always sadness. And the great thing is once you start unleashing it afterwards, you will be able to find the balance within it. So yes, you might go a little bit overboard, but guess what? You're human you will make mistakes. And at some point you got to really choose the lesser of both evils. specifically when you've allowed so much negative things to happen to you over the years. So the first time you fight back, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for you. It's going to be hard on the other person, but actually you'll see that you kind of like overestimated. It's never as bad as you fear it will be. And it will always end. At some point you have gotten everything out. That anger will be gone. You just let all of it out. And then, as I said, in many cases, the sadness comes up where you see, okay, now that I expressed my anger, I actually really got abandoned because nobody will like me with this angry side in myself. Nobody will accept me with me showing that I'm so uncontrolled and to fight back and telling them, who do you think you are and what do you think you're doing? And we all know it's an energy thing. We can't expect that you just say, please stop doing this. And I know your secrets and you will be very sorry if you deal with me this way. You won't really be able to get that person to stop. If I go into a room, I demand respect and it's not so much about the things I say. It's about my demeanor. It's how I show up. And that is the attitude that will grow over time. If you teach yourself what you're not willing to accept anymore. And in the beginning you will have to lash out and it will happen on some kind of energetic level. It can be that you just get really mean for a minute and trust me, you're never as mean as you fear because the only thing you're doing is you're showing a mirror back to what they have done to you. I can guarantee you the reason why you lash back, is because they did it first because they were the one who actually did this to you. And how are you going to get this person to stop? Unless you make them feel bad, unless you make them understand on a subconscious level that they can't do it anymore. A great example for this is if you tell a child, don't go to the stove, just don't do it. You'll hurt yourself. It's not good for you. That child may not learn it. But once this kid actually burns itself, once it feels that pain, it won't go to that stove anymore. So that person will learn on a subconscious level not to cross your boundary because they know that this will make them feel bad. And if they've gotten to a point where they cause so much pain to you, of course they should feel a certain pain so they know never ever to do this again to you. And in the end you really need to shake people's core for them to stop. And the great thing about it is the more you're willing to do this, the less you actually have to. It's never as horrible and it's never as difficult as the first time. With time you don't even feel that it's like that bad because as we said, you're feeling more and more what you're supposed to feel and not what they're feeling. So it will get easier for you and it will be more objectively clear to you that you're not doing anything wrong by just telling people that they will feel consequences if they act a certain way towards you. That is something that you just gotta embrace and to trust that that anger will not be forever. It really won't. It really, won't. You just got to try it out once and to say, I just got to let that happen. And I've had like clients to me, they say, oh, okay, I'm just going to act like this a couple of weeks and then we can talk about it in a more neutral level when they have learned what kind of boundaries they have crossed and what I will not accept anymore but you don't even have to have this conversation. This happens so naturally and people will not even be aware so often that something that dramatic changed, except in that first moment. And another great thing is that every new person you meet from this point on, they will know the new version of you because it's not like now you're gonna allow people to cross your boundaries and cross your boundaries and cross your boundaries. And then they get to this point and then just burst out and it's horrible because once you've been in this independent state, you've created so much for yourself that every time somebody comes and just nags at you just like the wrong way where you feel like, "Mm, I actually feel better without that person in my life. Then you're already going to say something very small as in, I really don't like this or I don't want to go there or no, I don't, you know, this is not how I really do things like it will be so subtle it will not be in a way that is provocative or that is hurtful towards others and they just get to know you at a level where they can interact with you and have this interdependence without you having to sacrifice your integrity and your well-being so it will happen very very naturally so when this all happens right when you really first start bursting out when you actually bite back when you allow your anger to come through and you mirror back to them what they've been doing, you've created that void for yourself. That's when we actually get to step number five, which is that you have to start building a life on your terms. See, my entire channel is not about, Oh, have a great life and have this amazing life. It's about you being an individual and you're probably not seeing that many people around you who represent the kind of life you want to live. And the more you fill this void up with what you want, the more you'll see that your reality will reflect back to you that you are not alone, that you aren't abandoned, that you create this interdependence where everything is happening, where you're helping each other while you're being yourself, while you're not sacrificing who you are and it will be with much less drama and maybe even passion if you want to call it this way, but it will be more secure. You'll have this aspect of you that you know you're not going to sacrifice for anyone. See, I really want you to hone in on this to say, what am I gonna do? They'll give me more of a security of who I am. So I'm filling this void. So I don't have the necessity to fill it up with 80% of what other people do, because this is a natural tendency. A lot of us who actually get in the situations where we're being targeted, it's because we have this power to see so much of other people's potential and to see so much of other people's inner world. So we will get back to this unless we fill up this void. You'll always have this natural tendency of accepting other people and having deep connections with them and understanding them. But the more you fill up this void, the more you're going to be aware of what things you're not willing to sacrifice. And guess what? You can show up as such a better friend, as such a better parent, child, coworker, brother, sister, whatever it is when you do this. So you gotta really take the steps to create that life more and more in a reflection of what you want it to be. And that's why I'm such a big fan of the masterclass. If you want to have even some more insights into this, definitely check out the webinar. It's on Saturday. As I said, you can watch the replays, but you got to sign up because then you can really hone in on the things that will help you create a life that is more and more on your terms. Like my life has changed completely and it doesn't mean you have to have a YouTube channel. It doesn't mean that you have to live anything how I want to live you are making the rules, but you got to become aware of it. And once you start taking steps within those fields, become more and more aware of what you want. You trust yourself more and those indecisive moments that keep you stuck with people who are not treating you a great way and you think they're so great people or you think they're cooler than you or you just think you don't have the power to stand up with them that whole dynamic will change. It can happen amazingly fast if you're willing to do the work. So as I said, check those things out. If you want to do it even faster and more efficient because we can focus on your life specifically, then definitely check out the link on one-on-one coaching. I did another video on how to stop being an easy target. Like in the beginning of the year, it really haunts in on a couple other things that are just as important. So if you want to watch another video on this topic, Go watch that now. Like always, guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.